entrepreneurship isn't for everybody entrepreneurship is sacrifice entrepreneurship is ups and downs and it takes a great deal of a long time to make it in your prospective field so if you don't have the tenacity if you don't have the zeal the desire you know to sacrifice your salary sacrifice your profits you know have the patience to build a business if you do not have it probably yours is to just get a regular job but welcome friends to the entrepreneur speaks i'm your host kofi anumedu each week i host an amazing entrepreneur on their journey successes and challenges it is my hope that we'll learn from their experiences as we all work towards living a life of passion and purpose our guest today is Fafali Esinam Amengo. Fafali is the founder and CEO of SNS Legacy Company Limited, a brand in clothing, accessory, and general trading. Her clothing brand has patronage from all personalities, including the current president of Ghana, His Excellency Nana Ekufuadu, and His Excellency John Rollins, former president of the Republic of Ghana. She's also the co-founder of Mazina Creative Institute, which focuses on empowering individuals through skill-based training and entrepreneurship. Proud to her entrepreneur journey, she worked full-time as a banker for two years. Fafali is driven by her desire to make a difference through mentorship and sharing her knowledge and experiences gathered throughout her entrepreneurial journey. Fafali has served as a resource person on entrepreneurial-related courses for institutions such as the University of Ghana Graduate School of Business and the Pentecost University. It is her lifelong desire to impact more lives through mentoring, skill-based training, and youth empowerment. She shares her journey today on the Entrepreneur Speaks podcast. Fafali, you're most welcome. Thank you very much, Kofi. Thank you. How was growing up like? Can you please tell our listeners about growing up? Well, growing up, from my own perspective, was, was good. It had its own ups and downs, but generally, I think I had a good childhood. Yes. Now let's talk about SNS Legacy Company Limited. Can you give us a brief background of the company? And is there a story behind this setup? Definitely, there's there's a story there. So SNS was formed in the year 2017. Formerly, it was Stick and Stitches, but recently we rebranded to SNS Legacy because we saw the need to expand our horizon. Initially, it was formed solely for the purpose of um, clothing and accessories. But along the line, which we are going to talk about soon, there was a need to diversify because of um, prevailing conditions. So then we became SNS Legacy Company Limited. Can you tell us about what you deal in, what service you offer, what products you sell? Great. So primarily, as I said, we deal in clothing and accessories. We do for individuals and we also do for corporate organizations. And most recently we've expanded. We do general trading 
especially with uh, with supplies, supply of um, general goods. And currently what we are doing most of the time is the supply of PPEs. Although we are still in the process of, um, we are in a conversation with some companies to supply um, items which are relevant or important to that organization. But um, at the core, SNS is a fashion industry and everything we do is mostly based on fashion. So fashion accessories, school bags, uniforms, clothing, etc. So everything and all things fashion. Interesting. Let's still go back. You had your first degree in food and nutrition, worked as a, yes, a banker. Yes. So at what point <laughs> did fashion come into the picture? Oh, um, fashion has always been in the picture. I always say that I come from a family of fashion entrepreneurs. My mom has been in the oh, fashion okay. industry for a long time, even before I was born, long before I was born. She's almost 45 years in the industry. So I wow. grew up in a, in a household of a lot of apprentices. I grew up picking pins on the ground mm. for my mom and my apprentices. So okay. for me, fashion isn't something that I chose. It's something that chose me. And yeah, one yeah. of my sisters is also um, actively into fashion with their own fashion brand. So when I set off to become an, an entrepreneur, it was just like something natural which came because of my background. And I'll get it. <laughs> Is it difficult starting and maintaining a business in Ghana? What has been your experience so far? Oh, well, it's difficult. I mean, um, we all have our stories of, oh, I started with 300, 150, whatever. I personally can say I started with 200 Ghana cities. But the fact is, sometimes you need some form of support. Sometimes you need money to pump into your business. Unless, of course, maybe you land some contracts which is pre-financed, then that means you can have um, money to carry on the contract and also have some surplus as profit to invest back into the business. So I believe the most difficult thing about starting a business isn't the starting itself, but it's getting the needed mm -hmm. support. You know, in, in Ghana, okay. people want, not just in Ghana, I mean, I mean, it's human nature. People want to see your portfolio who have you designed for if you if you approach a corporate institution you need to give them a portfolio who have you worked with so as a beginner if you do not have a portfolio it becomes very difficult to get a big contract you just have to use your family and your friends and the question then becomes how many items can your family and friends buy for you to set you up for instance buying um, an industrial machine which is well over a thousand cities, you know? Hiring an office space, hiring a shop is a lot of money. And another downside is, you know, you're, you, you cannot even, you're not eligible to get um, funds from financial institutions because at this point of starting, you don't have any assets. Probably you have only one machine. Probably you don't even have a shop, you get it. So starting is the easiest part. Yes. But scaling is what mm -hmm. is most difficult. If you don't have the right connections, if you don't have the right people around you, if you're not lucky enough 
to get a big contract or funding or investment. That's what the problem is okay. now. Okay. How's your typical working day like? Walk us through everything. So currently, I have been very, very busy. Because of the conditions we are facing right now, I cannot afford to stay at the office the whole day. So typically, okay. in an average day, I come to the office, let's say 9 o'clock, leave my okay. team, if there is production to be done, whatever that needs to be done, and then I am out there looking for businesses. So I'm mostly these days out of the office in meetings upon meetings upon meetings. I come back to the office maybe around 5 p.m., finish up with my daily work and get home typically around 8.30. Thank you so much for this. What has been some of your challenges so far in business? Can you please share some of them with us? Well, the challenges has been a lot, you know, um, and it's embedded in what I said earlier on concerning starting a business. You know, um, even now it's somewhat easy because we have a portfolio of clients because um, the business has been around for about three years. Now it's been, it's been quite easy, you know. So when you are approaching customers, you have the confidence because you've had past clients as reference. And uh, what else can I even say is difficult? You know, getting customers on board is always the most difficult part. So although it becomes easier with experience, the difficulty of approaching new clients still prevails. But it gets better with time and experience. Listeners, it gets better with time and experience. What inspires you, Fafa? Share That's your inspiration. <laughs> I think it's inherent because sometimes, personally, I try to find the reason why I worked so hard. One time I was with a friend and I just realized I was so busy, you know, calls, meetings, not staying at one point, friends calling and me not being around. So I just asked my friend, like, am I doing too much at the time? And he said, it's called using your time productively. So I guess that's what it is. I, I think it's inherent. I cannot pinpoint on the reason why I am inspired, but I think generally I love a good challenge, you know, venturing into new, um, new areas, you know, breaking the grounds, breaking barriers. I think it's something that is natural with me. Probably my past or my childhood contributes to it, but I'm yet to discover why. But I would just say it's inherent. Okay. Please tell us about your Creative Institute. How does one enroll in the Creative Institute? And what are you guys doing out there? Great. So Mazina Creative Institute was founded by my mom in 1993 when I was just a toddler. Wow. Yes. Wow. So it was first registered in 1993 as Mazina Fashion Center. That's my mom's clothing brand. And she was, uh, I mean, she was a toast of the day, you know, she was on top of her work. Um, she had a lot of apprentices, so I saw her mentoring a lot of young people, you know, tens of them. She was good at her job. She had all these school contracts and whatnot. So now she, she's old and she still has what it takes, you know, she still has the desire, you know, 
to train people, to do things, to share her skills, her experience. Till now, she's still creating great things. So I, I had a discussion with her and we decided to, you know, form um, a structured institution to train people in a more formalized manner. So initially, okay. she was doing the apprentices system, but then okay. um, we decided now to, you know, register the business properly. It was a sole proprietor. It's now a limited liability. The two of us are on as co-founders. And we have okay. accreditation. We are in a conversation with institutions to partner with them in training, you know, not just in hard skills, but also in soft skills. So that is yes. uh, that is how Mazina Creative Institute is structured as of now. Okay. 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 All right, then. Your company takes environmental sustainability very seriously. Yes, we do. Please share what you are doing in this area. All right. So um, uh, sustainability is is a big deal now. I mean, you of all people would know, you know. <laughs> it's a big deal now, you know. Uh, I think the world is going to uh, a place where sustainability is going to be a must. If you are running a business and you don't have any sustainability goals, I'm afraid you will not get anywhere, get funded, get patronage or whatever. So wherever, whatever industry you are in, one time I was having a conversation with one of my associates and he was talking about carbon, I, 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 I cannot say exactly what it is. But carbon footprint? Yes, I think so. And he was telling me how now companies are being made to buy forests and preserve them to make up for the waste their their companies are producing, you know? And exactly. it made me think deeply about how sustainability is now of importance, you know, is good for the health of your business and also for the for for your environment. So currently what we are doing now is um, we do not put all our waste materials into the dustbin, okay? So when we cut clothing items, the pieces that are left, we use them for items like footwear, like bags, you know, etc. So the whole idea is to keep as little waste as much as possible from the from the land landfills. Okay. That's interesting. Yes. Has the coronavirus pandemic affected your business in any way? Oh yes. <laughs> it has. <laughs> it has. You know, this year of all years. You know, this is the year that my team and I decided to target specific group of people, that is students and conferences for some of our products. And okay. it so happened that Corona has closed down schools and conferences aren't happening anymore. I mean, they are happening virtually, you know. Yes. There is no traveling and stuff like that. So the plan we have for 2020 has been put on hold. So just this morning, my assistant came to me and then she was telling me that, oh, schools have been open, we can, can resume what we're doing, but I'm not sure. <laughs> it's left some form of uncertainty <laughs> with us. And that has okay. led us into expanding our horizon, you know. Initially, I mean, we, okay. we can't just sit down and say, oh, because uh, what we planned on doing, you know, isn't feasible anymore. So we wait, no. It has birthed a whole new um, angle of SNS legacy. And we've expanded into okay. doing um, general trading, you know. We've expanded into okay. focusing more on MCI 
skills training and whatnot. So it's a big industry that we are trying, you know, to to get to know ourselves. You know, we are trying to make it work. Yes. We're just about wrapping up. What would be your advice to someone, someone who wants to start something like you've done, but is scared? What would be your advice to such a person? <laughs> well, it's good you said the word scared. I, I was just writing something about fear. You know, fear, fear is very important. Fear is good to feel fear, you know, because fear is, I mean, it depends on how you use it. You know, you can use it to your advantage or your disadvantage. It's good to fear, you know. You know, there's a saying that your dreams should be big enough to scare you and to excite you at the same time, right? So yes. let's do it. The sign of, I mean, the presence of fear is a sign that, you know, it's something you need to go in and conquer. It shouldn't overtake you, but then it should be a fool to push you. And go in knowing that it's not all rosy, you know, entrepreneurship, everybody has this fantasy um, idea that entrepreneurship is all rosy, you know, I want to be a CEO, da, 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 da. But no, entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. Entrepreneurship is sacrifice. Entrepreneurship is ups and downs. And it takes a great deal of a long time to make it in your prospective field. So if you don't have the tenacity, if you don't have the zeal, the desire, you know, to sacrifice your salary, sacrifice your profits, you know, have the patience to build a business. If you do not have it, probably yours is to just get a regular job. But if you do have it and you're ready for all these obstacles, then definitely go in for it because it's going to be worth it at the end of the day. Thank you so much. Listeners, room wasn't built in a day. It took time, effort, and sweat. There were ups and there were downs. So our guest today is telling us, you should stay focused. Don't give up. You can do it. As a growing business, have you received external support from some organizations? And if you have, can you please share some of them with us? Currently, no. Okay. Yes, but we are in the process of trying to get some grants. Okay. But uh, currently, no. But I think it was mainly because we hadn't gotten to the level of getting external support. You know, as I said earlier, starting a business is the easiest part, you know. Sure. And these kind of supports come when you have attained a level of strength, I should say. So it will be difficult for, I mean, a person with just one hand machine sewing in her veranda to get financial aid. You only get aid when you have maybe a few machines with your small shop. That way they know that you are doing something, you know. So I think that's where, the, that's where the issue is. I think currently now we are in a better position to get some aids from the government. So we are waiting to see. Maybe in our next uh, interview, I'll be able to tell you if we, were, we succeeded or not. But we are in the process of trying to get some funding. This is the Entrepreneur Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Kofi Anyimedu. My guest today is Fafali Amengo. She's the founder and CEO of SNS 
Legacy Company Limited and the co-founder of Mazina Creative Institute. Fafali, if someone wants to reach out to you, how can the person do that? Great. Can you share maybe a website address, email address, phone numbers with our listeners? Okay, definitely. So call my private line on 020-678-0544. Personal email is snamfali at gmail.com. And our business website is sns hyphen gh.com yes thank you so much any last words for our listeners before we wrap up oh my last words uh i mean thank you for listening and i hope you are inspired and i gave my number out so if there's any young lady i'm saying lady because that's how the world is going you know we're in empowerment but if you're a young guy too you can always reach out to me okay if you need mentorship if you need uh guidance just reach out to me because uh that is what we are here for thank you fafali for sharing your journey with our listeners today i wish you the very best thank you kofi this has been another exciting episode of the Entrepreneur Speaks podcast. Expect another amazing episode next week. I remain your host, Kofi Animedu. Do take good care of yourself. Cheers. Cheers.